Welcome to Finding Our Feet, the Adoption Journal. Hello and welcome to another episode of Finding Our Feet, the Adoption Journal. Hashtag bonus episode. <laughs> Stop. You always do that at the start, like you go up, as if you're going to say something and then well, don't. You just never let me speak, so I, I always feel like I I'm putting in. I think that is the biggest lie that's been ever told in the history of the world. <laughs> I just, I feel like I'm restricted to to silence. Anyway, so today's episode is going to be a slightly different one. So what we're doing today Hashtag is bonus. We're going to be we're going to be looking at a book that we've both read. So it's a bit of a book club and just book a really club. a really short book review and chat. Yeah. So the book that we're going to be talking about today is called Far From the Tree by Robin Benway, and I have it here in front of me. Uh so we both read this when we were on holiday and it is a sort of teen fiction book uh, and the whole story is focused around adoption. So so this is the sixth book that Robin Benway uh, wrote and it actually got nominated for quite a few awards. So, so And it won a couple. So it won the 2017 National Book Award for Young People's Literature. It won the 2018 PEN America Award for Young Adult Literature. And it's also a New York Times bestseller. So it's been... Really well received since it Didn't was released. Didn't know that. There you go. Since it was released there in 2017. So a bit of background to the book is basically that um, Robin Benway just wanted to start writing a book about family. And initially that, that started off as, as three siblings and, and she wasn't quite sure how they were going to be linked together. Um, and then basically she was sat out... I'm reading this on the internet. She was sat outside Costco and... She heard the first line to a Florence and the Machine song, which is called Cosmic Love, which is off the first Florence. Can't, don't even know that song. I'm not going to sing it, but it's... Oh. I'm not singing it. Well, I don't it's an amazing. The first Florence and the Machine album is awesome. Cosmic Love. Cosmic Love. But the line is, a falling star fell from your heart and landed in my eyes. And when she heard that line, it gave her the inspiration for the book. And at that point, she thought, this book needs to be about adoption. Hold on, say the, say the lyrics again. I'm trying to it's, see where she, that came to her. A falling star fell from your heart and landed in my eyes. I, I don't know quite. That's fascinating, isn't it? Yeah, but as soon as she heard it, she was like, adoption. So wow. the whole book is about adoption. And uh, what she says is, what makes your family your family? Is it blood? Ooh. Is it time? Is it shared experiences? Is it all of the above? Is it none of the above? So Robin Benway's got no personal experience of adoption. She's not yeah. adopted. She's never adopted anybody before. So she spent about six months researching this book. Wow. Um, what, to make sure that it was... To make sure it was accurate and, and not just the sort of logistical aspects of adoption, but also the book is very um, emotionally driven, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's um, why I loved it. And and also reading a lot into the racial identity around adoption. So um, the the book essentially is... Uh, sort of three main characters yeah who we won't give it away because if you want to read it it's a really really good book yeah um, but there's three characters <laughs> two of which are white and one is sort of latino uh, yeah mexican Hispanic. Talk, yeah. yeah so um she she wanted to try and give a bit of a broader perspective around adoption not just from a um white middle class background yeah. but also the different parts of race within adoption as well Wow, yeah um, so which i think is like good for her yeah to, like it's, it's quite brave isn't it really for a white middle-class woman to yeah to do that oh yeah she's a she's a woman obviously well yeah <laughs> robin it's it could be could be either um so yeah it's a really really good book and we definitely recommend it to anyone and some of the things that that 
crop up in the book. There's a lot of different themes, isn't there? Oh, yeah. Um, so and it's re- the, all three characters are really different and mm-hmm. offer a different perspective to the story. But one of the things that I noticed in the book quite early on is that one of the characters um, who is adopted doesn't know she's adopted until she's sort of 15, 16. Um, and this is something that... She didn't know she was adopted. Sorry. M- n- no, So sh- sorry, I'm wrong. She knew she was adopted. Always. But it... <laughs> she knew she was adopted. Yeah. But that wasn't because her adoptive parents had told her explicitly. It was just almost like the elephant in the room. Like she'd, she'd worked it out in time that she was adopted. And they'd never really explicitly sat down and had that conversation with her. It, it was just sort of assumed that she was adopted. This is, this is hilarious. If we were doing this as a video, I'd love everyone to see my face right now because I feel like we've read two different books. No, that's definitely right. What? What? So right. you're talking about the first character. Yeah. Okay, so maybe I've been a little bit misleading with this, but I think it's still relevant. So it says here on page 10, I won't say, the, well, I can say the character's name. Grace had always known that she was adopted. <laughs> so you got that completely wrong. Yeah, but wait, wait, wait. Grace had always known that she was adopted. Her parents had never made a secret of it. They didn't really talk about it either. It just was. So that's my point, is that she knew she was adopted. They didn't. But it wasn't something that was explained at length. It was just... You're adopted. You're adopted, and that just is it. And I think when we started our journey, one of the things that we've been told when you eventually do adopt is that even when... Even if you adopted a really, really young child, maybe under two you would still start explaining them them through story, through uh, maybe drama, whatever it is that that they're adopted. You would start that process really early. I think that's an interesting uh, conversation in itself. The fact that when... um, I already said it. The fact that before we started adopting, adopting, we started the process, they were the things that I was so naive and unaware of. And so I didn't really know what I, I didn't really know what the expectations were or what the what was it well expected um what was expected of when you have the child like talking about them being yeah. adopted and stuff like that because part I mean if I'm going to be completely honest um obviously we've said before that adoption's always been in the back of our mind like the back of the minds and something we've always spoken about. And before this process begun, I was always I always had it in my head like, oh, but I don't think I'd want them to potentially want a relationship with their birth yeah, mom in yeah. the future or birth dad or mm. family in the future because we're we're their family. Um, but then when you're actually educated on it, mm. and when mm. we've once we've started the process, I totally get it now. Mm. And actually you're going to form a better relationship, hopefully, if you are honest and open with your children as they grow up, like you say, every point in their life from the word go, that they are adopted, but they are chosen, they are loved. um, And we will be trained and supported in how we communicate that to our children. I think it's huge. Like, it's a huge, huge thing to, to be honest about. And now... I am a, would be a massive advocate for making sure that they know their their, their identity. It's all about identity. Yeah. And I think that's another theme in the book. It's Definitely, their yeah. sense of self and identity. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a huge thing. And I think some, that's something that's really important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I know my identity. I know my place. And it's only important. It, I'm sorry. It's just as important mm. um, that 
our child because mm. they we've not birthed them that they know their roots and they know obviously whatever's safe and encouraged by social workers yeah. etc but i think it's huge um that our children will know where they come from and it's funny because when you talk to people friends and family about this they kind of had the same reaction that i once did and like what like this whole thing but it's it's yeah. so important and I know I love the idea of the family versary. Yeah. Um, do you want to explain what family versary is? I, I'm not actually sure what it is. Oh. So basically, <laughs> um, people celebrate the day the child, like the day the oh, child came home, yeah. with like came to your home and became a family. Mm. So that like each year you celebrate family versary, and that's oh, something cool. that I'm 100 going to yeah. do because I want our child to know that. Boy, oh boy, were they wanted. Yeah, yeah. And like you say, the identity thing, that's a really big theme in the book. And I think certainly for two of the characters, one of them uh, is in is in a relationship with somebody else and they see them looking through photos of them as when they were children. And the other character realises that they've not got that. They've not got those yeah. childhood memories because yeah. they don't know who, who they were, who they were with, because they were in foster care for quite a long time. And yeah. the idea that... You, you don't feel like you're secure to somebody or you've got a past or you've got a history. Yeah. It's quite prevalent in the book. And then for another character, they are made aware that they're adopted because they look so different to yeah. their mum and dad and siblings. And I yeah. think that's really important as well because if even though they knew they were adopted, that's still quite a difficult thing for them because they just blatantly look different. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's that idea of, identity knowing knowing who you are from uh-huh. an early age makes that a lot easier because it, i think in popular culture in films and stuff it when people are adopted it they never seem to know they're adopted and then something will happen yeah and then they're like oh my gosh i'm adopted and then it will like unravel all their past well they fully fantasize but it yeah but in reality it. you need to know from well, an early age in reality because, this is a human being yeah that it's com- like this is a human being that if you don't communicate honestly from them from the word go, it's going to have massive impacts. I know mm. that through kind of conversations and reading and stuff like that, when we've, and I think your mum spoke about an example, but where there's been cases in the past where a, a grown adult didn't know they were adopted and when they found out they were adopted, yeah, it massively impacted their mental health. And yeah. I, I just think these are things that you take for granted and, we're just so naive to but the these are human beings that deserve honesty yeah it's uh, i feel like i kind of spoke i spoke about it briefly well not this topic but spoke about the whole being so like selfish in our selfish needs and stuff like that and i feel like it could be so easy to be about what we want as a couple Mm. but actually in the scheme of things what is most important is our child yeah and so i think their identity, mm. their sense of worth, what they want, like when the day comes and if they want to to meet or find their birth parents, like mm. we've got to be really supportive of that. Yeah. And I think the more supportive and encouraging we can be as a family, the the better the better the circumstances are going to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, obviously, we're saying this very early days um, after just reading, like like doing research and reading books and stuff. Mm-hmm we're very aware that we're not actually in that situation and some people might have completely different mm. um, situations, which would be interesting to hear about. Mm, yeah, I'd yeah. love to hear different people's yeah, sure, yeah. situations or what different people's thoughts are with this whole um, topic. But 
I just think so much to think about. Yeah, definitely. And one thing I really liked was the, again, sort of going on the idea of identity was the name of the book, Far From the Tree. Mm. Like for a while, I was thinking maybe there's going to be something in the book that makes it clear why it's called that. But I think it's just the idea that families have a tree. You have your family tree. Ah. And I think that's maybe what it's getting. I don't know. Far maybe Robin Benway, if you're... <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast you can enlighten us but i, loved you I think that the idea that every family has a family tree and i know like my grandparents trace or used to trace our family tree and they'd be able to say like oh four generations oh, ago my dad loves it yeah our family were doing this or this and yeah i think that idea that maybe children who aren't in a family necessarily or mm. haven't been adopted feel far from the family Gosh. tree like feel out of that I can't even out of that, that link and yeah. i think you know when you actually look at a family tree like it's absolutely crazy how far back that goes like your lineage but the but thing is it, they, it, you're not in they don't have that but the, the, the sad thing is they do have that but even yeah. even so like you don't it depends that each child's situation is going to be completely different and so one child might know their family line and family history and family tree mm-hmm. whereas another child like will have no idea yeah where where their roots are and stuff mm. like that and can you imagine not i know it's crazy knowing i yeah. I, I think the more i think about it the more overwhelming i find yeah. it because i think these are all important things for me and you to consider yeah. because actually obviously we don't know what our child's situation is going to be yet mm. but it's something i think all these things like reading these books and even though this is a fiction one i think i i'd be interested when I read it, one one of the first first things I said to you was, "I loved it. I yeah. absolutely loved it because, like yeah, you said, it was emotive. Yeah, it was emotive. I loved the characters. I loved the story. But we're very early days in the process. I'd be really interested if somebody that has mm. gone through adoption, whether they are the adoptee parents or if they're an adopted yeah. child, if they've read this book, what their what opinion they, yeah. would be on it. Yeah. Like, yeah." Um, but yeah, I just think this it's just really opened up a lot mm. more for us. So even if someone possibly were like, yeah, not really sure it's the right mm-hmm. book for whatever, I think it's still been a positive for me and you because it's made us to have conversations and made us think about things more, like these topics that we're talking about. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, because the, the, the three characters who are sort of narrating the book mm. all have slightly different stories, yeah. sometimes you they'll be in a situation and you just think, why aren't they just doing that? Like that would just yeah. make so much sense for them to do that. And but even they say that. But even why, they say, well, why? I should just do this. But they, for reasons of defensive their past mechan- or yeah. yeah, defensive mechanisms or whatever, they do something completely different. And it made me think, yeah, actually, like in in the time to come, obviously we're going to have a lot of training on these things. But there might be situations where something happens and you think, why is why is that happening? But it's not because they want to necessarily do that. It's their sort of defense mechanism yeah another thing i was just going to say was that there's parts in the book where the the characters will talk about how they they fit into the family that they're with whether that be the adoptive family or the foster family and it's things like they're not always included in family photos Mm. or um, like family events they're not always necessarily invited to or included in the same way as a normal sibling is and they there's a bit there's a line that one of the characters says where they say something like um natural 
natural um, children always come before adoptive children or something like... Do you know which bit I'm on about? No. No, but... okay. But it's something like... Birth, oh, it's birth before adoption or something like that. And, and they're, okay. they're basically saying that no matter what the situation is, if a, if a family has birth children and adoptive children, the birth children will always come first. And that obviously isn't the case, Ooh, but yeah. that's the the children talking from an emotional sort of a bit of like a teen angst type but i think there's i think there's this natural fear as well because we spoke before um on here but also in our own lives obviously our, our choice was to to adopt first um we don't know necessarily if we can or can't have children um but uh it, it's an option for the future uh and that's something that's always crossed my mind the idea of not wanting our child to go through like turmoil or upset or pain mm. thinking that because we've not birthed them naturally that they're not equal yeah because yeah. they well, i'm not being funny but at the end of the day we've chosen to have them first we mm. could have gone down the natural route mm. but we don't want to mm. we want to we want to adopt and so it's kind it's something that kind of I'm so aware of for if we do go down that pathway mm-hmm. um, because I just, I, I, you, ne- you never know what's going to kind yeah, of... Yeah, going to crop up. Because yeah. let's face it, we all have thoughts and feelings like these in our own families. Like, mm. Oh, the amount of times I constantly think that I'm unloved and I'm not. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? I am quite dramatic yeah. if you're listening to this. <clears throat> um, and I feel sorry for myself and stuff like that. So that's me. Mm. Whereas if I'm not... Like, yeah, yeah. like looking at somebody from a different background, mm. like it might be, it might be really hard. It, like attachment and stuff like that, mm. it could be really hard to like trust that they are just as wanted and just as loved. Yeah. Um. So this is something, another thing that I find really interesting because, mm. yeah, I would never want our child if we adopt and have a natural child. Uh. But I never know what the these are things B- we birth, need to, birth, birth child because. Yeah. You said something then, which kind of went ooh when you said like normal. Yeah, there's no yeah, normal. Yeah, yeah. Like there shouldn't. There sh- and I think this is kind of what we spoke about yeah. uh, in the last episode when with somebody who messaged us mm-hmm. talking about adoption and family, not really realizing and yeah. stuff like that because it just They're becomes just integrated. And and that's mm. how we, we're seeing families are. Yeah, that family should just be a family's a family, yeah. and it doesn't matter kind of what the situation mm. is. I do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and there's one of the characters in the book who, um, when they learn a little bit about their past, find out that they were quite close to being adopted, but then the yeah the potential adoptive parents became pregnant. And that's something that, um, for anyone out there who's considering, who's considering adoption, is, and we'll talk about this in the next episode about uh, yeah, the initial true. interview with our social worker, but one of the things that, that they, they... said at the in, um, information email They do, well. actually, yeah, is if you are... If you're at a point where you're either um, having facility treatment or you're trying to conceive naturally, those things need to have come to an end, essentially. Yeah. So because we've not gone through the fertility route, yeah. one of the questions that they or one of the things that they told us was if you are choosing to adopt, then you has, need to make sure that you... This has to be the, the pathway you're taking. Yeah, you can't still be trying for a baby and then going for adoption because if to try and avoid that situation happening where you've gone through all the adoption points and then yeah. all of a sudden you fall pregnant sort of two or three months before the adoption goes through, in which case, do you know what I mean? It just adds oh, a spanner in the works. And, yeah. It's funny because that, that two things have kind of come to my mind there. 
because one of the other things that they said was um, at the information evenings is with the fertility thing is the fact that they kind of they, they encourage you to wait a year before adopting don't they uh before going down the adoption route if you've gone through like ivf yeah. or fertility treatment mm. because the grieving yeah you're gonna um have like you've got to grieve like yeah. and i think that's something that realistically i don't think we necessarily have done yet mm. because we've kind of closed that door or we've put it we're not closed the door i don't think we've put it to the back yeah, we, we don't, we're, we've not grieved because we've not had a definite no. Yeah. So it, it's a little bit different, isn't it? And yeah. I think that, yeah, that's a slightly different situation. Um, but I just think that's something to, to consider and it's something that's a huge thing when thinking about mm. like this whole thing. But also another thing um, is that so many people have said to, I don't know if they said to you, but so many people have said to, to me when we've said that we're adopted, and they're like, oh, well, are you going to like do... A try yeah, for but, adoption oh, and try naturally. At least you can carry on trying and and, and it, see what yeah. happens. And it's like no, 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 yeah. no. Literally, there is no trying naturally. I d- I don't. It's it's a no go because I can't even imagine getting through all this and then be like, sorry, yeah, we've got. Pre- I and it's not even a case of that being advice. It's not like it's, we advise no, it's, that it's uh, you. you you need to yeah to, they, to stop, let's let's basically. be real i know we're going to talk about this in the next um next episode about the the, the meeting we mm. had but she literally was like you can't try naturally yeah and i think that's well and truly fair yep yeah um so yeah it's interesting mm. um i kind of feel like i've yeah we've, we've reached the end of that that point is there anything else that you want to say about the book um you said something at the beginning which i can't remember really what the point was i think you were reading some of the themes out about mm-hmm. what is what makes a family and stuff like that mm-hmm. and it just made me think about our journey and was what... it this what makes your family your family is it blood yeah is it time is it shared experiences is it all of the above yeah is it none of the above i think that took me back to um and i think like looking at the book and everything in between i think it made me go back to our first, I think it was our first episode when you asked the question about what is family or I asked you about what is family. And I can't remember if we spoke about it, but we had a conversation with our um, deacon, well, our old deacon, um, but he, but they, they'd fostered, hadn't they? Mm-hmm. We, we spent time with him chatting. And um, one of the things that um, they said was love is thicker than blood yeah and that i've written it down um when as soon as he said it i, I t- took note of it because that's so true and i think mm. like i think it's so I, I don't know i just think when we think about family and when we think about the journey that we're going to go on and the relationship we're going to have with baby k mm-hmm. um child k um teenager k mm. i don't I mean, yeah. we could surprise ourselves. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like love is thicker than blood is huge. And I think this should be celebrated more. Mm-hmm. That family doesn't have to be blood. Yeah. And I'm honestly so proud and excited to be going down this route. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. That just came to me. Yeah, no, that's that's a really good point. And, and yeah, I think that, that speaks a lot to 
not just people who are adopting but just people in life in general is yeah. that you know we, we should we shouldn't just sort of see oh our family are just the people who are our flesh and blood but yeah. actually everyone who everyone who's anyone yeah. we should treat as family yeah um, yeah because everyone to us is is of the same value do you know what i mean it's yeah. not just oh they're our family so you know i think that's a really good point yeah sir um so the book itself is called far from the tree and we bought it online for about five quid i think it wasn't expensive no. and we both read it in like two days but then we were on holiday so you can read a bit quicker so it's, it's, an, it's an easy read it's a really good read and it it leaves a little bit some cliffhangers throughout so yeah. it, it keeps oh, you wanting to it. read read more and um, the characters are all really intriguing as well and yeah we would definitely recommend it to anyone who is looking to adopt but also just anyone who likes a bit of fiction and if anyone has read it or wants to read it and has different opinions on it i'd like to hear them yep and robin benway if you're listening we loved it thank you and good thank night you. see you later Adios. Thank you for listening to another episode of Finding Our Feet, the Adoption Journal. If you'd like to know more about our journey to adoption, then you can follow us on Instagram at finding.our.feet underscore or you can email us at findingourfeet.adoptionjournal at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you for any feedback, any questions, or just to have a general chat. Thanks.